low-key deep. Real talk, real audit. Hey y'all, welcome to this week's low-key deep episode with Dermot Kennedy. Even if you don't recognize his name, I know for sure you know at least one of his songs because he writes the most touching, soulful, folky pop ballads. Just a heads up, there was a really, really short conversation we had. And that's absolutely my fault because I sneaked into his schedule. Dermot was in the building for a live gig and I weaseled my way up to his team. And they were sweet enough to free up some time for me. And I'm so glad they did because talking to him was really, really fun. For example, he told me about some stuff that is going on on stage while he's performing that the audience doesn't even see. About the pressure that built up due to his release of his sophomore album Sonder that came out yesterday. And why he thinks his private life is just too boring to even talk about. Don't forget to rate, comment and subscribe to this podcast if you like it. That would help a bunch. But for now, let's get started. Loki deep. Code interviews with Cassandra. Mm-mm, mm-mm. That's it? <laughs> I That's was it, waiting yeah. for you to sing. I didn't no, no, want no. to interrupt you. You're in charge you. now. Okay. Well, Dermot Kennedy, thank yes. you so much for being here. Thank you so much for talking to me. How are you doing? I'm really good. How are you? You good? I'm good. Thank you. Yeah, I feel great. Yeah, you do? Yes. Are you excited for, for the gig later? Yes. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. It's easy, right? Like, that's my favorite thing to do, so. Do you like bigger venues or smaller venues? Because this is quite a smaller one. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like, I really like playing to small crowds. I like both, honestly. I know that's a boring answer, but I really do like both a lot. Like, the huge crowd thing is the best. So, like, it's crazy. Yeah. When you look out and it's like 20,000 people, 50,000 people, it's nuts, yeah. Yeah, do you see people at all? Or is it yeah, just yeah, the yeah. first two rows I or do. something? Usually, yeah, like the first few are what you really see all the time. But then like I see everybody and I, I think... That's embarrassing. No, it's good because I like, yeah, when people yawn and yeah. stuff. Yeah, because people do. They do? Oh, for sure, yeah. Or when, you know, it's a great one is when people are in a dark room, but they're on their phone. Yeah. And so their face oh, is just... Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's always good. Oh, that must be funny. Yes. <laughs> Are you giggling sometimes on stage? Just bur- bursting out into laughter because... <laughs> sometimes, but it's because we are on an in-ear system, as you know, <laughs> and we can all talk to each other. So sometimes I'll be talking and like Michal, our drummer, will like say something into my ears that the crowd can't hear. But it's him. so, yeah, sometimes. Are they breaking jokes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are they trying to make you laugh on stage? All the time. They're so mean. All the time. In I between like songs. The yeah, songs yeah. are sacred. No yeah. one can talk to you in the songs, but yeah. in between, it's crazy. That's really funny. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> um, so your new album is about to come out. It is. Actually, it's only in, in, in seven days, right? Yeah, literally. You excited? Really excited. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I've known this album for a long time. So Yeah. And so for me, it's this thing where you kind of, you deliver the album and then you almost get some space from it. You know, you distance yourself from it. And then, because I know from... The day it comes out, it's just going to be crazy. So, so you get reintroduced to your own album. One hundred percent. Yeah. How yeah, long yeah. have you known your album? Uh, in its final state, like six months or so. Mm. Yeah, a long How time. How much time did you take creating it? A long time, a few years, and and that's not just that. Like, it didn't necessarily take three years, but like the first song probably showed up about three years ago. Yeah. Uh, 
Crazy. Was there any pressure at all to kind of like get the same success or make it as successful as your first album? Did you feel any pressure when it comes to that? I didn't feel it in making it, but like now that I am where I am, I definitely apply that pressure to myself, you know? Mm. I think so. I think any pressure I have comes from myself. But why is the pressure now leading up to you and now not when you were writing those songs? I just think when I I'm in the studio writing them, I care so much about the song that I just, I don't, I can't care about what happens to it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I just have to do the right thing musically. But now when it's about to come out, I'm kind of like, oh, I hope this does like keep me on that path, you know? Yeah. But how were you able to shut those thoughts out of the writing process? Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, it's definitely hard. And don't get me wrong. Like sometimes there's songs that you're like, oh, I might need a song like this for the album or this one is right right now. Because, you know, for me, it's kind of, Sometimes I'll write a song that's just acoustic and it's just me and the piano. And then sometimes I'll write a song that sounds like a big single and a big sort of like pop song almost. And uh, But both are a very important part of what I do, I think. When you were writing the songs, were you writing them with the mindset of creating an album? Or was it just, okay, I'm gonna I'm just writing a song right now? It was always about the album. Yeah. Mm. I do look forward to a day when I just kind of sit down and I'm like, this song is just a song and who yeah. cares? And maybe it'll be part of an album and maybe it won't. But... For a long time, yeah, I was thinking like, oh, this one for the album or maybe this for the album. Yeah. yeah. yeah so everything. did you know also in the beginning what you wanted to say with the album? Not at the very start. I think when the title showed up, when the word Sonder kind of showed up and what that meant, I was like, oh, this is where I want this to sit. Because for me, it just it means I can kind of take the spotlight off myself a little bit, you know, and I love that. Why do you want to take the spotlight of yourself? Because I always have. <laughs> I've always been like that. I don't like... The reason I play on stage isn't because I want to be famous. It's because I love singing and connecting with people, you know? I want to make people feel a certain way. I don't get up there and I'm like, oh, wow. Like, this is sort of... I've never seen myself as a star or a celebrity or anything. I just want to sing. I want to make music and I want to sing it on stage. That's is all. that also why you're still busking? Totally. 100%. Yeah, like, and, and the busking puts you in a place where you can really connect with people. So, yeah, I yeah. need that stuff. Yeah. Are people actually approaching you, knowing your name and they're like, oh my God, what are you doing here? Or are they just too shy to When to I play in the street? Yeah. Yeah, we have conversations. And and um, I mean, the best thing about that is I get to play my own music now. Because when I busked before I had a career, if I played my own music, just no one cared because no one knew it existed. So That's yeah. so mean though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it hurtful? It, was, it wasn't hurtful, but I was like, I spent a lot of time being frustrated, kind of being like, come on, like I know... I've got good songs to put into the world. And, it, you know, it's funny, like I think about this in terms of, say, younger songwriters who kind of are waiting to get a break or something. I'm just like, if it hasn't happened yet, it doesn't mean the songs aren't good. It just means it hasn't happened yet, you know, because mm -hmm. for me, it's like if people think my songs are good now, like I've been writing what people deem to be good songs for a long time, a really long time. It's just I didn't have any attention. It just takes ages. Yeah. Why Or it can happen overnight, who knows? But like, I just mean to anyone who needs any kind of tip, I'm like, just keep going because people just haven't found it yet. Yeah, but it sounds like it just happened to you because you continued working. Yeah. Do you really think think that's it? But it's... No, I it's got to be it's good. Also, yeah. 100%. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah it, it does. doesn't... Yeah. It, it is. It's based on the quality of the work as well. But um, yeah, if you have that, if the, of course it comes down to the music being good. But if you have that... 
then don't get discouraged, you know, yeah. if it takes ages, because it just does. Mm. About your new album, you said at one point that this album is about having empathy and being conscious of other people's struggles and triumphs. Mm. Is that something, that kind of consciousness, were you lacking that at one point? I don't think I was lacking it, but I think, I think when I went from first album to this one, you're kind of looking around trying to find a title or an idea that means as much as the first one, which is really hard because the first one I had my whole life to make it. And so second one, you're trying to find that same level of meaning and I couldn't. And then Sonder, I was like, oh, I really, really feel this, you know, like, like to me, say if I get done at like seven o'clock tonight, finished with the show and everything, like my dream would be to like rent a car and just drive out into the countryside and drive through small towns and stuff. Like I just, I've always loved that. And What I mean is like you kind of imagine stories for people, you know, like you you see people in their houses and you see people walking down the street and you just like one of my favorite feelings in the world is to feel tiny, you know, and, and to because the world is massive. Right. And so it feels good to me to know that like your story is just one of billions instead of being like, oh, I'm the most important thing in the world. You yeah. Know? It sounds a little bit like sometimes the whole fame around you is too much for you almost. It's not even too much because I know who I am, you know, and, and I think I'm lucky. Like, I think there's a huge silver lining to it taking a really long time to work for me because now I've had a lot of time to figure out who I am and who I'm not as well. And so, like, I think if I let myself get carried away, it would definitely be too much for me. But it's not too much for me just because I don't let it become too much. I'm just like, yeah. I know who I am. I, That's smart. Yeah, I do whatever I like. I play the music I like. I write the music I like. And then when I'm not doing that, I'm just at home. Yeah. You know? That's also a thing I noticed about you watching watching a few interviews with you. Um, I was like, he doesn't really want to talk about his private life. Yeah. Um, or some aspects of his sure. private life. Was that a conscious decision or was it a buildup that just naturally happened that you were like... No, that's a thing I want to keep to myself. Totally. I think it's just natural. Like, no way sort of going into the first interviews I ever did was I like, I can't talk. I'm not going to talk. Like, yeah. I wasn't thinking. It's just the way I am. Mm. I'm just not going to talk about that. Because to me, like, if I was to tell you loads of stories about, like, my family and my parents and stuff, it's just like, why? You know? Mm. <laughs> and yeah, Because it's interesting to people totally. who want to get to know you, of course. I guess. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. But in my head, I'm just kind of like, it's not important. Um, Or it's... Do you think that's boring? That part of you is boring. Maybe. But I could make it in such a way that I know it wouldn't be. But yeah. also, I just it doesn't seem like something I want to share. It's yeah. crazy to me. That's, you know? Fair enough. Because I would never be like, hey, tell me everything about your whole life. Because it's <laughs> intrusive, you know? It is, of yeah. course. But that, that kind of comes with being famous. Totally, I want to know totally, every totally. aspect about you. Oh, right? yeah. And, and, and I mean, I think sometimes like... I'm at a really lovely spot now where we get to play some really big shows. Like, say next year in New York, we'll play Madison Square Garden. Uh -huh, but I know, sir. crazy, but yeah. I know I could walk around Manhattan and Brooklyn like all day and I'd be stopped by maybe like five or six people. And it's really cool because if they stop me, we just have a nice conversation. It's yeah. not crazy at all. Yeah. And, and so with the amount of work I do and the amount of ambition I have, it's almost like a be careful what you wish for type situation because it's beautiful right now, you know, because I still have a normal life, but I get to play these massive shows yeah. and because I definitely don't want a situation where I can't go outside, you know. It sounds like you get the perfect parts of, of both sides. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yep. Congratulations. On Thank that you very answer. much. Uh, <laughs>
Um, I have. No, no. I think I have to quit now. Really? I only got 10 minutes with you. You're getting called off. Yeah, I'm sorry. You're very busy, very famous. It comes with the fame, I guess. It's I okay. guess. Busy person. Thank you for talking to me. Of course. Thank you. Kennedy. It was fun. Low key deep. Golden abuse with Cassandra.